Well, we'd like to welcome everyone to our third podcast. And I'm pretty excited because they have actually given, given me, as most of you have tuned in before, uh, I was using this thing to, they put my mic on this, and I'd have to hold it in my hand. And this week, they have given me a boom mic stand. So I'm, I'm stoked. I'm very excited. They meaning us? I guess it would be us. <laughs> we bought a we Well, you kind of divvy arm. out the money, so uh, thank you for uh, giving me my mic stand. I appreciate it. Uh, we had a busy weekend. Um, we did a lot together. About the only thing we didn't do together was the Can-Can Wonderland. And I have no idea what that is, but I'm sure you'd like to. It was pretty sweet. I know a lot of people have gone there. Um, I've never been there, but it's like this big... Um, underground industrial almost like a complex but they have arcade games it's like an adult arcade and like i say they got all the arcade games they got the arm wrestling like the old-fashioned games where you're arm wrestling and then they also have a bunch of mini golf and then we were there too for our friend um she's in a band her name's steph she's in a band called forever 31 uh, along with a couple others too um but they were celebrating their birthday i guess most of the band have their birthday in february so we were all celebrating uh, their birthday for that, and that was pretty cool. I got some videos. I'm going to show some video. Of is that. it literally underground? You said it's underground. It's like a big. I don't know what it is. It looked like there was a bar up top too, uh, but then you walk downstairs, and then it just goes on forever. It's like where's it big, located at? Uh, I forget. I, I can't Minneapolis. It's in Minneapolis. Somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. But people can uh, find it. Can Can Wonderland. Yeah, but it was it was really cool. And, uh, what about Steph's band? Will we ever be able to uh, have her on to talk about her? Maybe. She does the uh, the piano. Oh. She's like electric piano or whatever it is for a rock Do we band. Have any they're cl- they're kind of like a punk rock band. Do so we have any clips? Are they on YouTube? Or yeah, I got clips. Can... I'm going to oh, throw good. them up. And, so we can uh, put a little of their music on. Yeah, her boyfriend Dan is really good too. He's got a voice. And he is was he in the band? It. Yeah. He's like in, they're, they're in like three bands. They got like three different bands. Do you know what any of the names are? Of the Forever bands? 31 is the one I know for sure. Forever 31? Forever 31. Um, like I say, a lot of punk, like punk rock stuff. Um, like if you think of, um, fallout boy and different things like that. Oh like yeah. That. Fallout boy. I'm yeah, real you, familiar. you wouldn't know that, but <laughs> maybe some people listening would. So yeah, if it's not Elton John, um, then we moved on. We went to, it was, uh, our niece Kaylee's and her husband's exploding arms tournament. And that was a lot of fun. We actually headed there in the morning. I think it was about, I actually it was in the afternoon, about one o'clock or so. And when we got there, you could see from the highway, it's over in Ham Lake, you could see cars everywhere. There was literally no parking space. Um, we went inside and it was packed, and everybody was excited for watching arm wrestling i didn't know it's it's become such a big thing it's a big thing on social media for sure like it's all over my feed on my instagram it's like there's some really well-known guys like this devin larat um john berzink and then also there's like a minnesota guy he's like a minnesota legend arm wrestler his name's jeff dabe jeff dabe we actually showed him in the last podcast at the the some of the photos of him he's got these huge hands and we're going to show him in this one because he is a super nice guy and he allowed us uh, the opportunity to compare our arms and hands next to his. 
Yeah. Uh, so we'll show that. It was kind of exciting, too, because Kaylee's stepdaughter and Sean's daughter, uh, Lexi, is quite the arm wrestler herself, and she actually won the women's championship that day and is ranked, what, number one in the state? I, Kaylee posted something where it was showing like the open for women, and she was number one. So she might be like number one in the state. I don't know how it works, but she's she's kind of killing it big time. And number two, uh, or he came in second, was Sean, who also arm, arm wrestles. Yeah, he's in the 154. The guy left. is just ripped. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll show big. a picture of Sean, too. Yeah, but I was just surprised by how many people were there. I mean, we walked in. Like you say, I think on Facebook or something, it was showing like... 80 people were planning on going and then we get there and it was like 800 people right in this bar and it was max max's, it? max's bar. bar yeah they had to be happy because they brought in a lot of business for for max's bar so and it went all day i mean i don't think they got out of there till like midnight so uh, it was a good time for a lot of people and they're looking forward it sounds like they might do another one now in august in downtown anoka and they're actually thinking about putting a big tent uh between two of the bars and holding the thing that'd be uh, sweet i'd under, love to go to that under the tent yeah it'd be, it'd be fun from there we ventured on to uh, because it was so busy over at max's we thought we'd have a better chance to grab lunch over at blainbrook bowl and blainbrook bowl has been one of our sponsors forever and it's a great place to go to uh, so I like it especially. A lot of people know that I uh, don't drink, haven't drank for 23 years. And when I go to a bar, I, I don't want to just sit there. Uh, that becomes pretty boring for me. I like to do something. And Blainbrook Bowl is really a place to go to if you like to do something as well as sip a beverage. Because they've got bowling. Pinball. Pinball. Pool. Pool. Ar- arcade. Arcade. And uh, it's fun for the whole family. You had one of your friends, uh, Billy. Yeah, Billy was there. Who was there with his family. He ran into us. And the kids were just uh, having a grand old time. Um, I think they had that, what's that thing, that the arm that'll go down and pick up the little toy. The claw. The claw. Yeah. They've got all sorts of games, and it's a great place to go. And we also had lunch there. Uh, You had the wings, and I had a burger, and it was delicious. That place is always packed. Like, whenever we go there, it doesn't matter if I'm going on a Friday or during the week or... During the workday, um, I picked up food there, and it's like it's packed twenty four seven. There's there's such a good hometown bar, and they have really good prices. It was really packed on Saturday because it was the shuttle location for the Polar Plunge. Yeah, so they were using so the parking lot. They were shipping in hundreds and hundreds of people um, that were shipping out to go to the Polar Plunge. And then John's card party. We weekend. had the big uh, card party the with at John and Al Arita's. It happens every year. And uh, there's uh, a group of eight that are always involved in the tournament, the poker tournament, and then a big crowd of other friends and family uh, just having a good night. And uh, Mark's relative was there, Scott. Scott McAdam. It's always good to see him. So, <laughs> we, uh, Inside joke. Well, we got a little flack last week. Scott is obviously one of your best, maybe your best friend. He is your best friend. You are correct. He's like my second dad. Walked Katie down the aisle because you were doing the... Um, officiating. Officiating. For her wedding. And uh, just overall, he's a nice guy. He's a good guy. But the big moment of the night, as a lot of people know, Doug is a huge Timberwolf fan. 
He is a huge Kevin Garnett fan and has been since he's a little boy. And uh, another friend of ours, Nick Sampson, who's just like family, uh, came up to him and out of the blue gave him the jersey. Well, yeah, he's like, here's a, here's a little uh, early wedding gift. And I'm like, what? What the hell could this be? I start to open it and I just see the jersey. I see, I see uh, the Timberwolves jersey. I don't even know it's a Garnett yet. And I'm already like, I'm pumped. I'm already amped up. And I'm like, dude. And he's like, hey, turn it over. I turn it over and it's signed by Kevin Garnett. It's an authentic Kevin Garnett signed jersey. Um, it looks like it was validated either by like Beckett Wood or Beckett Sports or Upper Deck, something like that. So it's legit. And uh, So yeah, we found I, I a prominent to place to yeah. put it in our podcast and it shall remain there forever. That kind of blew me away. I was not expecting that. But that's what Nick does too. Nick is like very... He's a very thoughtful dude and kind of like he did. He, he asked uh, my daughter, Katie, to be the godmother to the godmother. his son, which, like you say, it's just a family affair and he's he's a good guy and he's just just like family. And then obviously we ended the weekend over at uh, Kevin Linnea's. Kevin and Linnea. Kevin is my wife's brother. Linnea is uh, his wife. And they have a beautiful home. And every year we do an Asian dinner where everybody brings a dish, an Asian dish. And It started with Uncle, Uncle Bob and Aunt Faye. Right. Because Faye's from Malaysia. Malaysia. Yeah. So that's, that's how it, it all started. That's where it got incorporated into our family. And as the years went on, it just became a little bit easier with all the people that are there to have it over at Kevin's. And, of course, Faye was there with it's her like, family. I look forward to that a lot. I Who love does that it? I love that food. That food is so good. The fried rice, the wontons, Szechuan beef. Uh, Chicken brings, curry. Yeah, Katie brings that uh, beef and beef and broccoli. Broccoli and beef. So good. Beef and broccoli. So good. And everybody has a good time, and it's a lot of, uh, a lot of family. Uh, a lot of the girls have their boyfriends come, and yeah, they're all really cool too. I like all those guys, Jimmy and Sam, and yep, um, all of them. Uh, Brooke, uh, who is Kevin's daughter, just became a police officer, so we're gonna have to have her in someday because she had some good stories already. Uh, she's got some video of how she had to go through the. You got to get tased. You have to get tased. So is that you, just because you got to know? what it feels like if you're going to do it to someone else. Is that kind of the whole principle of it? Or? I guess so. And maybe how long you should hold on to that thing that yeah. keeps giving the, the pain. But yeah. But she she handled it She's very well. She's kind of well. a badass. She's she a badass is a now. badass. It yeah. would be cool to have her on. We were we were just talking to her and we were like, dude, this could be a podcast. Just listen to you and your stories you have already. Yep. Um, that'd be great to have her in. And we wanted to mention Kevin's company. He's uh, a handyman. And it's K KRC. I would think KRS for Stanger. KRS. K yes, KRS. Or I'll throw in a graphic and then we yep. can just do the voice KRS. So if you need handyman. Say it one more time. Say. If you need handyman services, uh KRS would be the answer to just about he does just about anything. He's he, done he's done the remodeling of my basement. He's he's done my deck, just an incredible job on my deck. Uh, he has. Uh, he did stuff. my. He did our bathroom. He did Carly, your bathroom. And I, he did your uh, your basement. Did our Finished basement. off the entire basement. Yeah. Um. He's doing Angela. Angela he, works with us. He he's leveled floors. We live in a home that uh, it's a cabin on a lake. 
that was built in the 50s. Uh, so it's got some little quirky stuff. And he put uh, he leveled our floors a couple weeks ago. Um, and, boy, it's one of those things where I just always hated going into a, the kitchen because it had a little bit of a slope, and he was able to get rid of that. The house at one point had been raised up to build more of a basement for utilities and that sort of thing. Well, they kind of put in a lower level into your house, right? They? So they had to right. ru- uh, raise the house up. And I think over the years, it. things just happened to. But now it's level. To sink. It's all level. It's so level. That's nice. So we're we're happy about that. Um, we wanted to have a music segment every week. If we don't go out to see music, uh, we will watch some sort of music or try to get in a little music segment. Um, we've talked in the past, uh, we might as well mention this first, uh, the Le Musique Room, a mm-hmm. uh, great place to go for uh, music. And this week they are bringing in uh, Mick Sterling. And Mick covers a lot of different well-known artists, whether it's Elton John, Frank Sinatra, whoever. And this week they are bringing in, uh, or he's doing, he's covering Joe Cocker. So that should be uh, interesting. Rich Joseph just walked in. Come on in, Rich. <laughs> Come on in. Rich, we're right in the middle of our podcast. And don't Get on here. Get on the mic. Don't bump anything here. Can I sing something? <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, sing. I want to do an Elvis duel with your dad. <laughs> Are you lonesome? <laughs> we probably got video of that, too. I take it you were getting your taxes done downstairs. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. Huh. Broke even about. Really? Oh, that's good nowadays. To break yeah, even is almost yeah. like winning. It's kind of like Vegas. If you yeah, break even. Yeah. yeah, tell us all about your taxes. We're going to put this on the video. So. <laughs> well, it's a video you're doing. Yeah, we yeah. got the videos We right do a there. podcast now. I don't know what a podcast is. Yeah, we don't either. We're just kind of winging it. But this is, uh, we're, we're right in the middle of the podcast. Well, I, shouldn't be, I, shouldn't be we were, I think this is a great little. We, we were supposed to lock the doors and we forgot to. Oh, really? uh, our producer over there forgot to uh, oh. lock the doors. Well, I come to see if you got a tea time for the weekend. I don't have a tea time. I heard it's supposed to be warm, though. We're going to have to get you over on uh, top of the green or on the green. On the green. We'll have to get you over to on the green. It's a simulator. It's a simulator. I think I was telling you about it. It's over in Blaine off of uh, okay, yeah. 65 yeah. on hand. It's really cool. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Yeah. So. It's going to be like 70 this, this weekend. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, Tony's got a spring trip planned up to, up to Madden's or whatever. Right. And then we're going again in the fall, too. So in between all that. Uh, You're always busy. Yeah. But I'll be, I'll be, I'll be available whenever, so. All right, well, we'll keep you in mind. We'll put you on the list. The only day I'm not available is July 20th, I think it is. I got, uh... <laughs> well, just July 20th. Me. Oh, that's right. Got the big uh, just, wedding, wedding reception. Yeah. I just put that on my calendar this morning. Okay, don't forget it. Well, but you didn't have a time on there, so I'm just figuring. Well, uh, it's just a uh, remember the date thing. They'll send out yeah, specifics yeah. later. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, are you nervous? Yeah, I'm nervous. Yeah. yeah I can see that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, you'll be on. You'll be on the. Well, if you, we can get you on here. You'll too, be you on that there podcast. Face. At least your audio. No, I think I'll, I think I'll pass. So. Yeah, he doesn't have his hair combed today. I did. It's windy out. <laughs> it so. is windy. Yeah, so you guys take care. I just had to stop in and say hi. Well, thanks for doing that. Because All right, good All deal. All right, see ya. Thanks again. Yeah, and, and uh, I look forward to golfing. All right, sounds good. Stop by anytime. Yeah.
morning when I get my taxes done. This will be like Mr. Rogers. He always had yeah. people coming in and out, the mailman and <laughs> stuff like rich. that. We got rich. All right, sounds good. That'd be nice. All right, see you later. Yep. Rich Joseph, ladies and gentlemen. He's my uh he's one of our golfing partners throughout the summer. So anyways. That was kind of nice. <laughs> that, that was, was nice. fun. Yeah, our, our show is uh pretty loose, to say the least. You were gonna talk about Aerosmith on that. Actually, what, get back to Mick Sterling. He's there oh. on Saturday and he's doing Joe Cocker. Deb and I saw him. So he's uh, a cover guy or what is he? He does cover you know, the bigger names he covers. He does his own stuff too, but it seems to really draw when he does like a Joe Cocker or an Elton John or whatever. Uh, a couple weeks ago, he did Boz Gags, and it was a great concert. Um, and Mick Sterling's been around. Oh, that's the same guy. He's a super nice guy. <clears throat> really, really good uh, singer. And he's got quite the band. It was a 12 or 15 piece band with backup singers and everything else. And I'm sure he'll be doing the same uh, big scale stuff again on Saturday. So, yeah, we didn't go out to see any music, but we decided to watch a documentary on Aerosmith, who's one of my favorite bands of all time, Aerosmith. And it was simply called Aerosmith of Videography. And not too compelling, I didn't think. It was basically a chronological look at their albums that came out and how well the albums did, and what music was on them. There was no juicy tidbits or behind-the-scenes stuff. No. It kind of seemed low-budget, too. Like, it wasn't a real high-quality Very low-budget. They had two or three guys that were from uh, London, England, that uh, did uh, reviews, and they talked about... They were music guys, and they're the ones that commented on... Uh, the albums they made a good point though they said like aerosmith is like maybe america's biggest rock band ever yep and i didn't really realize that because i guess i just put them in with like the beatles and the who and all those bands but it's like yeah if you think about america aerosmith has got to be one of the top i think so i, I well I, I i can't think of anybody else and i just I, remember that was my first you guys got me the beatles and you got me aerosmith to listen to when i was a kid right and uh so yeah i go way back with aerosmith the only juicy things that came out of it, I thought, uh, and really not even that juicy, is after the Rocks album, uh, they really started getting into the drugs. And Steven Tyler once said, uh, we used to be a band dabbling in drugs. Now we're drug addicts dabbling at being a band. That's a good line. They did go through some hard The band broke up. Uh, Joe Perry and him fought forever. Um, it's just nice that they were able to get sober and uh, get back and work. Uh, Joe Perry also mentioned for the song Dude Looks Like a Lady uh, that he was talking about Vince Neal from Motley Crue. And we'll probably put up a video of Vince Neal back in the day because he had bleach blonde hair, he wore makeup. And when Joe Perry would go to meet him at a bar, he would have all these women around him. And uh, thus the song, uh, Dude Looks Like a Lady. Uh, but he would also get, get the girls, mm -hmm. uh, even though he looked like a lady. 
So that's about as juicy. As Have you ever seen the clip though, where Steven Tyler is talking about how they created? I forget what the song was, maybe "Dream On" or whatever. And their instruments were all breaking down, so he had to use like salt packets and stuff. Yeah, that's sugar a packets. great story. <laughs> yeah, sugar packets. Yeah, maybe you could put. A, I think yeah. there's a clip. That's uh, a good like clip. on Howard Stern where yeah, he talks about it, or the maracas weren't working right, or yeah. they broke, and you can hear the little clank in the background. Yeah, they just like leaving the break and all that stuff. Yeah. It's called a virus slap. You can hear it break. Watch. Did you hear I that? I broke it and we left it in. Watch. Wait. It's coming. Right there. It happened. Now you're going to hear that broke. But better than that, listen to the front of the song. You hear that? I looked on the bottom and I, I, there was a sugar packet. And I went, I said, Jack, turn the mic up. Annoyment, real loud. And I went, with a sugar packet. It's a sugar packet. So yeah, I'll put that, all that in. That was our big music uh, video of the week, and it was a little bit of a disappointment. So hopefully, we'll have some some better ones uh, in the future. Um, we went to a movie. We want to always get in a, a movie review if we can. We got to support the uh, the hometown boy, Cohen. Ethan oh, Cohen. right, right. Yep, exactly. We uh, Ethan Cohen. You know, uh, he is one half of the writing team of a uh, writing and directing team or has been of Joel and Ethan Cohen. And this was the movie that he kind of struck out on his own uh, called Drive Away Dolls. Uh, but I was looking at and we were looking at the, the movies that they did together. And I love every one of them. No Country for Old Men. They won the Academy Award for that. The Big Lebowski, Fargo, Blood Simple, True Grit. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Raising Arizona, Burn After Reading, uh, with Brad Pitt. Um, I love all their movies. Except I wasn't a big fan about with uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Do you remember that one? Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people passed over that one. And I, I will watch it again because when you watch their movies, there's always subtleties that you didn't pick up on the first time. Well, they're good at making like normal people interesting. Like that's what they're like the writing. Like every, everyone's kind of interesting, and they do a good job of highlighting just very regular characters and making them interesting to watch. And that was certainly the case for Drive Away Dolls. Um, it's a very sexually graphic movie, very risque, raunchy, uh, raunchy, uh, purposely raunchy. Um, the synopsis that you see most often. It's two 20-something lesbian friends played by Margaret Qualley and Geraldine Viswanthanon. I'm sorry if I'm ruining that name. But they're on a road trip, and unbeknownst to them, a mysterious case has been placed inside the trunk of the car they have rented, and some mobster types are trying to find them uh, to get that case back. And like I say, there's a lot of uh, sex in the movie, a lot of people are kind of giving it bad reviews because of that, but it's got an R rating. So I mean, they—it's just I think what's catching people off guard is it's—it's it's all female, sexually oriented, and done by uh, a male director. Done by a male director. Which you would think he might get flack for appropriation kind of stuff. Some of the typical reviews you're seeing are the raunchy humor and drive-away dolls, especially between LGBT female characters was always going to deter specific audiences. Uh, it's material that some people feel threatened by. Um, 
Another one said, another person said, the insights into gay culture are brilliant, also shines a light on the double standards that we, we've socially deemed acceptable, isn't when, but isn't when you flip genders. Um, so this is one you're just going to have to go see yourself. I really enjoyed it. Like you say, it's got the good characters that, that they're able to, mm-hmm. that they're always known for. They're good at making like northern Midwestern characters funny. And interesting to watch. Right. Because this kind of feels like a Fargo slash uh, old country. What is it? Old country for old men. Old men. Right. feels like that, but it's like a, a comedic Midwestern No country style. for old men. No country for old men. Um, even throw like Pulp Fiction in there too. It kind of felt like that a little bit, but it's more of a comedy. I, I just thought my, my biggest complaint with the movie was it's such a weak storyline. It, it, it just didn't have enough meat for me it was like not thought out the whole way i think that the storyline like you say they find this case i won't say what's in the case but again uh, it's pretty bizarre but they find this case and everybody's trying to get the case back and uh, matt damon's in the movie with a bit part he plays a senator miley cyrus was in it miley cyrus is in it she had a small part i loved all the characters, I just didn't think they were flushed out enough. Well, it, it felt like, uh, somebody said it felt like a B-movie too, or like an homage to B-movies. And that's what he was going for. Yeah, he's obviously going for that. Um, I don't know. It, it was, it was, it wasn't bad. No. It I liked it. Good. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but it was like, it's it's original. Like, it's something you don't see every day. It was very short. I think it was only like 90 minutes long. It just, it just didn't seem finished for some reason. Um, it just could have had a little more meat on the bones. Well, the biggest thing with that movie, too, was the title. That was the biggest. Um, they had to compromise on the title because they right. wanted to title it something else. They wanted to title it Drive Away Dykes, which, again, would offend a lot of people. Um, so I actually looked it up, too. Uh, Ethan Cohen's wife actually helped make the movie with him, and that originates from when she was in a bar with one of her friends at a lesbian bar and she had come up with the title. So they were actually really devastated when the studios wouldn't let them call run what is it runaway dykes or hideaway driveway driveway dykes. So they were pretty pissed about that and uh they had to settle. They had to compromise so they couldn't uh so they had to appease and be politically But correct. at the very end of the movie, we won't give it away, but they do come back to Yeah, they show the, the original, original title. Yeah, kind of a cool way. So Right. It was kind of an F you to the studios. Like, we're going to get our way no matter what. This, yep. is, this is my project. You're going to watch it. You're so gonna the, this is going to be a movie that you're just going to have to go and see for yourself and make up your own mind because um, a lot of people are going to like it and a lot of people aren't going to like it. And that's good. I guess it's time for the feel-good clip of the day. Um, this one is with Tom Hanks. It's called This Too Shall Pass. I love it. <clears throat> yeah, I've shared it with you before. Um, it's a pretty good clip. I'll let him kind of do the talking, but he's sitting around. He's talking to De Niro. Um, a bunch of big stars. Shia LaBeouf, Jamie Foxx, all those guys. Adam Driver, Robert De Niro. Yeah, and he's got just some really good advice, so I'll play it here. I wish I had known that this too shall pass. Yeah. Mm. You feel bad right now? You feel pissed Ooh. off? You feel angry? Yes, this too shall pass. Oh, great. You feel great? You feel like you know all the answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like that everybody yeah. finally gets you, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, there you are. Yeah. This, this too, too shall pass. Yeah. Time is your ally, mm. 
And if nothing else, just wait. Just wait. So that's it. Um, I love the different expressions on their faces, especially Jamie Foxx looking at Shia LaBeouf because Shiloh's had, Shia was going he's had stuff. quite a bit of troubles yeah. over the, the years. Yeah, I don't know. I just like it because it's both things too, right? Like even when you're having good times, you got to realize that good times will come to an end too. So appreciate it while it's there. So And especially when you're having bad times, you have to keep in mind this too shall pass. And if you just keep that in mind, it, it, it makes the bad times uh, a lot easier to get over. I always look forward to your AI segment, artificial intelligence. Yeah, I guess this week, um, what did we go over last week? We went over text to video and text to image. And then I was talking with Robbie or I sent him our podcast and then he sent back a thing. They have text to speech. So what you can actually do is you can take a video of me talking right now and you're able to throw it into an AI renderer and it'll make it look like I can speak another language. So if we wanted to do this video right now, we could send it in through the AI and they could dub it and it would look like I'm talking in wow. Spanish. And it looks like it looks like I know Spanish. Like it looks like I know how to speak it. So I'm going to throw something up. I'll throw a little demo. Hello, Nick. So wonderful to see you today. Uh, over the weekend, I decided to learn a new language. How am I doing so far? Hope things are going well there. Hello, Nick. Nakakatuwa na makita ka ngayon sa loob ng weekend. Nagpasya akong matuto ng bagong wika. Paan ko na ako gumagawa hanggang mangayon? Sana ay maayos ang mga bagay doon. So, so they could plug in French. Yeah. And, and people sudden, that were watching it in France would understand yeah, be, everything be, that we're saying. Yeah. So it'd be cool for things like if you have a social media thing or a podcast like this, you can already start distributing it. Really? In different languages, so now all of a sudden you get this whole new audience uh, across the across the water. You know? Very cool. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, other than that, I haven't seen too much new stuff, but I thought that was really cool. So I just wanted to bring that up. And the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin tidbit, tidbit for the week. It was interesting because last week um, we got kind of like mixed reviews. Got got a lot of people that were like, "Hey." Uh, I don't want to hear any more about the Bitcoin. I don't care about the technical stuff. <laughs> but blah, you blah, blah. also heard a lot of people, heard people did like, want to yeah, hear they're about like, it. Yeah, they're like, dude, I thought the AI and the Bitcoin was really interesting. So we're going to do what we like. Yeah, we're always going to do what we like. Take it's it or our, leave it. People can always and, turn it off. Yeah, and I have I have stuff uh, time marked now, too, in the YouTube video. So you can scroll, and if there's something you don't want to watch, you can, you can move past it and whatnot. Uh, but I thought something or a way to relate Bitcoin uh, to everybody is th uh, inflation. That's a big topic right now. Everybody's seeing prices rising and everything. Yep. Um, and I had always heard, you know, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And I understood that because that's like talking about the growing wealth gap between the two. But I never understood how it happened. And I guess part of that, um, people don't realize it, like inflation's a big part of that. Because during times of inflation, the rich are able to invest in things like stocks and real estate and gold and all these things that go up with inflation, while at the same time, the poor, even the middle class, are getting decimated because they're either living paycheck to paycheck or through their savings. So they're actually the ones that need the dollar to hold up the most. So when they're inflating the currency and prices are going up, they're the ones getting screwed the most actually during inflation. So it's exactly. a really like unfair system. Yep. And if people aren't aware, Bitcoin 
actually has a fixed supply. So there's 21 million Bitcoin. There can never be any more. So you can't dilute it like the current currency. So that's a big reason, too, why I think people are actually moving to Bitcoin is that they see it as like a superior savings mechanism for their money. And I'm going to throw up here, too, just if people aren't aware, Bitcoin is on the rise like quite a bit. It's not at an all-time high here yet, but in a lot of other countries where the country uh, currency is getting devalued uh, more so than America, it's reaching all-time highs in all these different currencies. So you can look at like the Argentine peso, and Bitcoin is is a huge hedge on on inflation because their currency is just getting crippled. And what are, again, we talked a little bit about it, but what are, are there are some countries who have switched to. Yeah, Bitcoin so, as their monetary system. El Salvador has done it, um, and now their people are obviously benefiting from it because it's rising so much again. Um, and like I say, too, it has the best four-year return out of any asset class there is. So if you compare it to the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, like Bitcoin just totally dominates right. those as far as a return i showed and you we're the not offering day. any type of no 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 not advice, at all, not at all. This is, we're not getting anything for it no we're this just, is just a thing that i'm just into, conversation and i'm just giving some insight if people want to look more into it i just think it's interesting and i, I think people need to start uh like i say i go into cub foods now and they have bitcoin atms like you see that stuff more and more so i just think it's interesting to kind of keep an eye on it and like you say for me as a boomer the way i'm looking at it uh, rather than putting it into the cold wallet and having to remember the codes and all that the stuff, ETF. Looking at the ETF that you can buy right from and that's Charles why Schwab or Bitcoin is going very high very quickly. I think because of these ETFs, there's right. a lot of people buying uh, Bitcoin every day through the ETFs, and now it's starting to really shoot up. Right. Well, there you have it. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. I'm not even sure what we've got going on for next week, so it'll be a big... I was going to say, too, we went to the golf simulator again with Jeff. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> we went with Jeff. Bah. And uh, if we ever take any of our friends or we have a guest, we're going to try and take them to the simulator, and we'll kind of keep track of their long drive. So I'm going to put up a leaderboard. Right. And if you come on the show, you can uh, go and hit a long drive, and we'll show who's doing the best or who's, who's fun is leading. That? So that'll be kind of fun. I won't ever be on that. but I uh, mean, we could uh, we could have a senior division. That's what, We'll have the boomer and the millennial division. And then me the, me and against then the, uh, Scott McAdam. The overall. That'd, That'd be, be good, great. right? Or Rich. We could include Rich in that. Yeah, I'd love to Rich, Rich is a pretty it. darn good golfer for... Rich is a big... Being 83 or whatever, He's 82. a big dude. Rich has always been big, built. Always he's fit. Like, he's uh, always at... Uh, looks like a football player or something. The fitness center. Yeah. Hey, good. Uh, so come on back uh, next week or whenever we get the next podcast out, and we'll look forward to uh, hearing from you folks. If you want to drop us a line and let us know what you think of the show, that'd be great. I would say, too, like we want to hear what you guys have to say, too. So on YouTube, like make sure to comment if you're like interested in the... Make sure to subscribe, the drive share away, it. Drive away dolls or on Bitcoin stuff or AI. Like We want to get comments from you and know what you want to hear more of, too. Um, we'll always kind of have the structure the same as far as what we do, but we definitely want to make it worthwhile for you guys to listen. So feel right. free to uh, comment on Facebook, YouTube, and again, we're on all podcast platforms, so... And we're not that concerned with views, but our sponsors like to see the views. So no, uh, yeah, I mean this is pass for, the word. We just want to make a good content for for family and friends that watch it. So have a good day, have a good life.